And we are back again. Is there an echo? I think I hear myself. <laughs> okay, now it's gone. Um, how's everyone doing today? We have an Apple. We have an Apple conversation. Um, we have an Apple conversation that's going to happen today. Apple. Apple just had their event about a month ago. And there's a lot of rumors, and there's a lot of facts, and a lot of stuff that was actually announced. Uh, we're going to start with some of the rumors, or some of the stuff that we kind of just ran into that's a possibility, maybe not coming, but kind of want to talk about some of the Apple stuff, because there's a lot of hype on it. Um, how are you doing, Next Level? Okay. <laughs> Not too bad. Yeah. Still tired. Still tired. I started catching up on Flash. I left it alone for like two seasons. Mm -hmm. And I finished season six like years ago. And then I decided to rewatch it. And then I realized how much I didn't like it. So then I didn't watch season seven. So I just started season seven again. And I'm like, okay, this is so much better than season six. Mm hmm. Yeah, they just need to stop it with the flash already. <laughs> it's like it's it, it had a good run, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, you had a good run. The second it started to go down, I know they wanted to end with a good note, but it's like, okay, I think this is the last season. I think it's on season eight now, isn't it? Yeah, I think this is it. I think it's done. Yeah. Hopefully. Right. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, before we begin with the with the video with the show, make sure you guys do check the description below. We got a good VPN deal. Protect yourself before you wreck yourself, as always. Make sure you guys do get yourself protected. Uh, the laws of the land are constantly changing, and getting a VPN is going to be like having car insurance. You just have to have it. That's all I got. What do you got next level? Speaking about have to have, whether you got to buzztvglobal.com. <laughs> you got to have to have to go check out their website and see what kind of products and deals they got going on. Um, I do believe they have some new products coming out soon. So they'll probably have some pretty good deals going on with the product line that they currently have. Nothing wrong with the devices they currently have. So if they got some sales going on, probably pick up some pretty good stuff. Oh, show. Did, did you hear the uh, what's that guy's name? The guy, the flash from the movies. Oh, that he got arrested or something in Hawaii? He got arrested, yeah, he got arrested in Hawaii on a drunken stupor. Yeah, what an <laughs> idiot. He grabbed the mic from a lady singing karaoke and lunged at somebody, ended up getting arrested. <laughs> he wasn't fast enough, apparently. <laughs> With that, or he drank too fast. That too. Oh, no, because the Flash is supposed to absorb alcohol. <laughs> not this guy. Yeah, not this guy. Not this guy. So if anybody's out there watching the video and they're just like, dude, why are you guys all dark? It's it's like super early in the morning. Um, Well, next level is always in a dark room, but <laughs> hey, I got to save my power. Got to say, got to save the power. <laughs> all right. Um, So. I have. Uh, I have this project that I'm working on that you know about about this this commercial stuff that i'm working on um and the company i can't get too much into details yet until i'm done with everything and i have everything out and everything's done but um 
they're going to be sending me an iPhone. And I was able to play with an iPhone before I really committed to the Ultra. Um, and I'm glad I actually got this Ultra. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, a couple things I'm I'm a little bit like not liking with the Ultra that I thought was going to they were going to fix. And I know digital slang said that I'm expecting too much from a phone. I don't think I don't think I'm I'm expecting too much. I'm expecting what is being said. There's a thing called Super Steady. It's a setting on Samsung. And when I move my phone over to pan, sometimes it jerks. Like the digital stabilization like is jerking to catch up. And I've had some videos from my travel channel that you actually see this jerking sometimes. Um, when, when digital slang says, oh, I'm expecting too much from a phone. I'm not. If it says it has super steady, then it should work exactly how it's labeled as super steady. When I turn off super steady off, it works better. The panning movement is a lot smoother. So it's a little bit annoying. They just had this major update a couple days ago. And one of the things that I read on the update was the phone stability. The video, the video and picture, the cameras. I haven't tested out Super Steady yet to see if it fixed it, but we'll see. I hope it, it does because the main purpose of me getting this phone was because of my vlogging. Um, the videos on this thing though has been incredible. Like I, I love it. I just, I just have to be very smooth with it. Now, if I had a gimbal, I know that will fix a lot of the issues. I could just turn off super steady off plus super steady on. I lose ultra HD and it only shoots an FHD. Um, so I know a gimbal will fix a lot of that stuff, but sometimes you don't want to hook it up with a gimbal. You just want to hold the phone and just pan, you know? So a couple things with the phone. Audio, of course, is not the best. Sometimes it sounds good. Sometimes it doesn't sound as good. I need to work on the audio to make sure it sounds as good as possible. So when I'm out there recording, I don't have to do too much in post. This company that I'm actually working with, they're sending me an iPhone. So now that I've been playing with this Ultra, I'm going to be playing with this iPhone for about a month. And I think I might be doing some comparisons on the two phones. I've been debating about getting the iPhone 14 because there's supposed to be like a major update with that thing. I know we had, remember we had an episode and, and there's a lot of rumors on it and we were looking at some of the stuff and we know rumors are rumors. It is what it is. You can't really, you know, you can't really go off of rumors, but that's kind of what hypes up buying the next phone. Those rumors. So, um, I know, uh, 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 Surge Flicks, he's a big iPhone guy now. Um, he was telling me like, dude, that video was horrible because it's all unconfirmed stuff. I'm like, dude, that's, that's what a rumor is, you know? And then it's funny because he just messaged me recently and said, Hey dude, can you believe this thing's going to have 48 MP? I'm like, we talked about that in, in, in the rumor video. <laughs> He's like, well, it's just a rumor. I'm like, oh, God, shut up, dude. <laughs> but depending on what 
iPhone does with 14. I know I know they're going to finally announce all their stuff probably sometime this summer whenever they drop their next iPhone. I might actually take a look into it and, and check it out. I might. There's that, nothing wrong with the phones. They're good phones. Mm-hmm. They're all good phones. It's just it's just little nuances that that people will like. And the only reason why I would even buy the iPhone 14 it's it won't become my daily phone. It might just be a camera I'll use that I could just whip out of my pocket. That's it. Um, I do have the Osmo Action. That is a great camera that does really well. I have the Action 2 that also is really, really well. And I like those little cameras because it's just it's easy just to pull out, you know? Um, but Sometimes it's hard to pull out. The th- <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Where's my thing at? I got to hold on. I got to do that one for you. There you go. But I don't know. I the thing with a cell phone, the cell phone is the easiest thing to use because it's in your pocket all the time. So there's some stuff coming, and there's some stuff, some more. We're, we're gonna talk about some rumors and then we're gonna discuss about the actual event that happened. But and next level hasn't seen any of this stuff, so I wanted to get his reactions on this to see what how he feels about it. Um iPhone flip. What the shit? <laughs> what? Yeah. The iPhone flip could be Apple's first foldable phone. This was published just a few days ago. Uh, so this is what they know. Um, everything we think about, everything we think we know about the iPhone flip is slippery because there's still a long wait until we're meant to see it revealed. And of course, until we actually get confirmation exactly of what they're doing, which they'll probably have another event. But if they're talking about it, chances are it might be coming. Yeah, I don't think this is coming until 2024. I don't think this is like a this year or next year thing. Well, according to this, this says... Uh, that could mean a lot of the rumors changes before that time. What's for sure is that Apple definitely has an interest in foldable tech and won't want Samsung to keep the market to itself. Yeah, cool. But whose displays are they using? <laughs> Samsung's. <laughs> I mean, sure. I'm not trying to be a, a hater or whatever, but I think that this, if Apple's going to do it, it's not going to be this year or next year. And, and Apple probably will do it, but they want to make sure that it's up to Apple standards. And they usually take a little bit longer. Right. And the speculation is the, the rumors are pointing towards 2023 or 2024. So sometime within the next year or two. And you're right iPhone likes to take their time or Apple likes to take their time on stuff because they want to get things right. And what they'll do is, you know, this is what we've seen with iPhones. They'll come up with an iPhone and then they'll come up with another version of the iPhone next year. But it's pretty much the same iPhone that came out last year. And actually, truth be told, it's probably the same iPhone that's been around for five years. They'll just add something very minor, very, very, very minor. Yeah, and it's the same thing I, with all phones now. Yeah, I think all phones do that. Like, look at me. I didn't want to go from the Note 10 to the Note 20 or whatever it was that came out. 
because like I played with it and I'm just like, you know, yes, it's a better phone, but there's not much of a difference when it comes to the video. Like the quality still looks pretty good on both phones. And even today, even with this Samsung Ultra, the 22 Ultra, everyone's saying the Note 10 still has a very good camera. Of course. Um, now, there was a very big jump from the 21 to the 22. A lot of big upgrades that, that happened. And I think that's what intrigued me to jump. That's what made me like say, you know what? I I need to move over. With iPhone, they do little minor updates. I think I think iPhone's updates are very very minor. Like I think they're the worst when it comes to updates. They'll do like something very very small. The biggest things that they do is they're like, oh, guess what? Now you need a different dongle because all your accessories that you bought won't work. You need something different now. You know that that's like the running joke. They always change everything on you. Um. So I could see them taking their time with this thing. I could also see because, as you said, iPhone does get their screens from Samsung. I could see them waiting for Samsung to get it right with the with the flip and the fold. Because every now and then I keep hearing people saying like, oh, yeah, when they open it, you could sometimes see a little crease or there's just like little tiny cosmetic stuff with the fold stuff you know i could see them waiting for samsung to 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 figure that out and then saying cool we're ready there is a different report claiming that apple could be working with lg on a 7.5 inch oled foldable display panel that's dope i think that more companies should work with lg because LG was trying to do some different shit. They just didn't have the traction and the uh, the following. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that's dope. I think more companies should work with LG. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Um, they're saying that there well, this guy Ming Ming has claimed that the first foldable iPhone is probably going to be about eight inches, which will be larger than the Z Fold three, which is seven point six. Uh, eight inch display would be as will, will be nearly as large as the eight point three inch iPad Mini. Look, if they if they want to do a bigger foldable phone than Samsung, it's only because they want to charge more. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> what do you think, though? Do you think do you think? Apple should get to that market for sure. Yeah, definitely. I, I do definitely think that it is a market that Apple will be dominant in. And I think that they're doing what Apple does. They're, they're waiting until the market is lucrative enough right now. Flip phones are not common. Like when I would take my flip phone into the wild, people would literally stop and ask me what I was using. Mm -hmm. Because it's not a common thing. You wouldn't, you don't see those phones. You know what I mean? So it's not a hot demand by people yet. So by kind of waiting on the hype train to like pick up a little bit, mm -hmm. 
probably when we see the next foldable Samsung phone and it's no longer a beta version because think about it this way. It took one, two, three iterations of Samsung's foldable device to get just the basic features that their basic Samsung phones get. We're talking about water resistance. We're talking about the battery life finally being half decent. Like the basic necessities from a phone, it took them three generations on a foldable device to get right. Mm -hmm. So I call those beta releases because they beta. beta. (laughs) (laughs) So the next one that comes out is going to be more along the lines of like an official release, I think. And then from there, that's probably where we're going to start to see, you know, more talks about Apple actually releasing one soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. So uh, rumors in 2019 suggested that Samsung offered to supply foldable displays to Apple and Apple supplier Corning is working on a foldable glass solution. Uh, Corning is a current Apple supplier. Uh, foldable glass from Corning sounds promising for future iPhones. Now, there is a concept from LG that they've been working on that's actually like pretty cool. LG's now, got some dope shit. Like they're roll- rollable TVs. They take mm-hmm. that to a cell phone and oh my God. Yeah. So check this out. This is something that see there we go. LG is working on. This looks super cool, and I know we're gonna get into these paper type screens soon. It's it's already been like in the works. It's like you know we've seen it in in CES. There's a lot of stuff that we've been looking at that are just like, dude, this is dope. Um, the Apple analyst that this Ming Chi Kuo guy, uh, who ha- who often yeah, has yeah. reliable insights. Um, I know some people, there's a few people, um, and I know, again, I'm going to, I'm going to go use Serge as a, my, my reference guy. He's, I know there's a couple dudes that he's just like, oh yeah, that guy's a jackass. <laughs> you know, he's like, they always talk crap or I don't rely on that person or whatever. Well, this guy apparently is a, has a reliable insight into Apple's plans and said that development on a foldable iPhone has not yet kicked off, but Right. Apple said to be working to release on that eight inch foldable with a flexible OLED display by 2023. If and only if key technology and mass production issues can be worked out. So I know we're living right now in a world of a shortage of chips and like actually we're we're in a shortage of everything right now. It's not just computer chips. It's everything. It's, it's kind of smart. If they want to release a foldable tablet before a foldable phone, I think that's actually pretty smart because mm-hmm. I think that, one, that's not really been done by a mainstream company yet. And two, I think that there would be more demand for a foldable tablet than a foldable phone right now because mm-hmm. the, the tech would probably be easier on a foldable tablet because you have a larger form factor versus a phone like we saw with the foldable phones from Samsung, it made the front display a, a little too difficult to function as a phone, to text and to navigate. It wasn't wide enough from the Samsung side. 
So for them to focus on the tabletide, I think is smart. Yeah. I want to see something like that would be nice. You know, I, I, I found my old tablet. Uh, oh my gosh. The tab four. <laughs> Was it the tab four? I think so. Dude, I had that thing like maybe like 10 years ago when it first came out. Did you just yawn and drink water at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> You're like. <gasps> <laughs> I was like, he's drowning. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I found my tablet. And I was like, you know, it would be super dope if I could use this thing as a screen to, to connect to my Osmo action camera. And I was having some issues. And I mean, it's an old tablet. It's a very old tablet. It was super slow. The screen is beautiful on that sucker, though. I'm just like, dude, this thing still looks nice. It's just a little slow. Um, and I'm just like, ooh, I wonder if I could upgrade it to Android like eight or nine or something. Like, I just need something that's a little bit more current, so that way I can get some of the newer apps. You probably could. You probably root it, do th something through XDA. And then install custom firmware. See, I thought about doing that too. And I'm just like, is it really worth doing all that? Like I know the, I know the gigs and the storage. I well, I don't even I don't even really need no, actually I do need the storage because DJI the drone caches data onto your device if it's the tablet or a cell phone yeah but that shit probably has a micro sd slot it has a micro sd slot but i don't i don't think you could expand it that much because it's so old mm -hmm. right, right 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 so i'm like do i get a hold of samsung and say hey how much for me to trade in probably you know? do that or i mean there's some really nice tablets out there right now like dragon touch has got some good shit oh i love dragon touch right they got some good shit and they're not expensive thank you did you thank say you thank you some good ones hmm? sound like you said thank you you're like thank you thank you <laughs> no, thank you thank you's got one you know what i actually have a have a tablet right here <clears throat> from thank you and um the screen broke and now i'm thinking like you know what i've never really taken apart a, like a screen off of anything and reinstalled a new one. So I'm kind of like debating about messing with it and, and, and just playing with it, you know, see what, see what I could do. That, that's, that, that's how I learned how to build a computer back in the nineties, bro. I just do it, it apart. Yeah, I probably will. Um, do it. So for this foldable iPhone, there has been, look at this, in December 2022, a rumor of the Asian supply chain suggested that two Apple's foldables iPhone prototypes, ooh, say that five times fast, Apple foldables iPhone prototypes, <laughs> have passed internal testing for durability. But this is not in line with rumors that work is early that has not progressed to a full device. Something's happening, though. Um. Shinzen, Shin, Shinzen, dude, everything happens in freaking Shinzen. Um, I was, I, I was trying to get a hold of another YouTuber. Um, her YouTuber name is Sexy Cyborg. 
and she is you know she's from shinzen and she actually um she reviews a lot of 3d printing stuff and brand new technologies that come out from shinzen like the second it comes out she's the one that that gets her hands on it first and like it's crazy some like if you get if you watch her youtube channel you're, you'll see like some crazy things that she's looking at um and she's actually invented a couple things that are just very like cyberpunk you know or like um yeah cyberpunk like you know with the lights and all that stuff and and with the clothing and all that is it's insane of, of of what she's coming up with and building um so this says Apple was allegedly testing two different iPhone designs at the Foxconn factory in Shenzhen, China. And she's been to Foxconn factory. She's done videos there like saying, hey, look, check this out. This is what is being worked on. This is what's being looked at. Pretty cool. Um, here is some more stuff. Apple's first foldable iPhone patent. Remember, before this stuff comes out, they have to put some patents. Even if they're buying stuff from Samsung, you know, they're going to tweak stuff, some stuff a little bit here and there. But this actually, they put a patent out in 2016. In 2019, a patent application describes foldable smartphone with a built-in heating element. Look at this. And, the, and the, like, if you guys are listening to it, there's, I'm just showing like some some patents and some some images that was submitted so that way they can get granted these patents and stuff in february 2020 apple was granted a patent for a foldable device with a hinge mechanism that utilizes movable flaps to help prevent the display from being creased or damaged when folded like all like look at all this like there's patents already rolling and these and like you said apple likes to take their time so this is something that's already being worked on it's dope yeah this is already something that's being worked on for sure but we'll see i don't know i i if it was a tablet would you want like an actual full-fledged foldable tablet? Maybe. Or is that too much? Or is it or or, or is it just a laptop? Are, are we getting too close to being laptops now? Yeah, but like these these tablets are very productive these days. They come with very good processors, very good screens. And what is the most common thing that the average person does on a laptop? Watch movies, Just, probably. That's it, right? So would I want to get a foldable one? Probably if I'm on the go. I mean, I travel back and forth, right, every every week. So um, it'd yep. be nice to kind of just take that and throw it in a backpack and you're off you go. It's all about space saving. You know what would be really cool to see? And again, I'm trying to think of a tablet, like how a tablet would fold and open. If if a tablet were to fold, it almost it would all it would be slightly bigger when it's folded as the 
the S22 Ultra. So here's the here well here's the Vankios one, the one that's broken. But if but if this thing were to fold, here's my it 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 would almost have to be like a trifold. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would almost have to be like a trifold. Hmm. It really depends on on the person. If they're if they're if space is is a requirement of space saving, then yeah, I I could see the demand for it. Yeah, it would have to be a Z fold. You know, it'd be really cool though. Actually, you know what I would want from a foldable tablet? Some sort of Some sort of projector on the bottom that will display a floating keyboard. And I know once you have a tablet, you could use the entire tablet as a keyboard. It, t- it will take some real estate. But if you're watching like a movie, if you're like on, on Netflix or if you're on Hulu or Disney – and you don't want to use the real estate on the screen, it would be really cool if they had like a little tiny light at the bottom that would that would project and display a keyboard. And you just push the buttons, you know, like it would be air, air touch, and you could type in, you know, Avengers. And then the Avengers list will pull up, hit, hit enter or search, and then boom, it all pops up. It would be really dope to do something like that. And I think that technology is already here. We just haven't seen it yet. It is, but I don't think it's as fluid as people need it to be yet. Right. But they need to start, like, I don't know. If they're going to do something like that, I think they need to do something like that. You know, project, be able to project something like that. That would be pretty cool. I wouldn't want, um, or you know what, too? It would be really nice if that same exact screen that does your keyboard that that little light if it could project a keyboard if it could also project your screen like how cool would it be if you're at i don't know the the you're on a plane and you know how you could put your tray seat down yeah and you put your tablet flat and then it projects it, it projects upward on the actual seat itself. So that way you could you could watch whatever's there. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, that's dope. That's uh, when we, I guess, get to the next level of smart devices, right? Like we look at the, what is it called? The Samsung Lifestyle or what, 360 something, whatever that. The Freestyle. Free, freestyle, that's it, right? I got like, it right here. <laughs> but like eventually we should get to a moment where that's built into the smart devices that we use, right? Like like smart devices evolution comes when we start to combine devices together, right? We got, we went from a phone to a smartphone by combining computer-like capabilities to a, a phone, right? Next is, okay, what other devices can we combine that we don't need to buy multiple devices anymore, right? Like a lot of people just have 
a smartphone camera. They don't own another camera. So what else out there is there? Projectors. That's, you know, that's that's a big one. A lot of people want a projector, but they don't want to buy another device, right? Like a lot of people put up with shitty ass camera quality on cell phones just because they didn't want to buy another device. That's true. That is very true. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm kind of... I think... I don't want to say cell phones are... We Okay. From the 80s all the way to... I would say the early 2000s. We saw a major jump within those 20 years in technology it wasn't like and 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 i want to be very detailed when i say this because some people are gonna are gonna say like dude what are you talking about it's it, the last 10 years have been insane with technology i don't i i could argue with that but when you look at the 80s and you had these big old cell phones that look like walkie talkies to the end of the 90s where you're carrying these these little micro cell phones that are like nothing like like there's not that many people that actually have a home phone anymore it's all on cell phone it's very rare if somebody has a house phone but remember we also went through a stage in the 80s of a tracks we went we went from a track to cassettes to mini cassettes mini disc i had a mini disc player those remember things that? were badass Dude, the, and then the CDs, mini CDs, and then went and then it went back to regular CDs, and then Blu-ray CDs. All that happened between the eighties and nineties. Remember walkie-talkies, or yeah. well, not walkie-talkies? Um, the the walk Walkman, the Walkmans. Yeah, people had Walkmans. Yeah, yeah, I had one. I had a Walkman. Shoot, but when you look at all that stuff, like, like some of the tech that came out, dude, pagers, pagers, pager. I had a pager too. That little mini ones, dude, pagers are still used today, but only in the hospitals. It's very rare when the, when businesses use them, like, or, you know what I mean? It's, it's very rare outside of that, but dude, pagers were freaking huge. And it was for a very short time. Look at technology with TV. You know, we, we, we had these big old box. They were wooden back in the early 80s. No, there were still wooden box TVs that turned into these plastic things. Those those TVs are crazy with their big ass dials. And they go yeah. clunk, clunk, clunk when you turn them. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and by the end of the 90s, dude, we were starting to get into thin screens. I mean, we got into flat screens. Flat Not screen. thin. They weren't thin. They weren't ultra thin, but they were flat. They just had a flat screen, but they were still bononkadonks in the back. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just I don't know, man. Like like back in the eighties and nineties, it was a massive amount of tech that came through. A a, a massive amount when the two thousands. Like between 2002, I would say, up until now, 2022, in the in the last 20 years, sure, we've experienced going from 720 to 1080 to 4K. Okay, the quality has gotten better, 
the TVs definitely have gotten better. They've figured out how to shrink them even more. I would say like, oh, and then, you know, you got drones and self-driving, like they're exploring self-driving vehicles now, you know, like for me, the way I see certain things, I'm just like, okay, yes, things evolved, but not as crazy as it did in the eighties and nineties. I think we're in for, I think between this decade, the, our twenties are the 2020s and 2030s. I have a feeling we're going to see a massive, um, uh, like a huge jump. We're going to see a, like, dude, VR is in its freaking Atari stages. It was a joke years ago, right? Now yep. it's actually not a joke anymore. Like this shit is, this shit is here. I, yep. I was walking in a mall in a city that I used to live in last week or the week before. And they had a store there called VR Wonderland. And I'm like, what's is this right so i walked past and it was literally just a couple like it was a wide open room and there was a cashier and it was people that would just go there and play vr yep and yeah. that was the store and i'm like well this shit is here now it's here it's 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 here it's crazy it's it's like the stuff that's happening right right like right now i think we're we're re-kicking off the 80s right now is what's happening. We're going to see, you know, they're just exploring about self-driving cars. They were just testing out self-driving trucks to move stuff from the warehouses. And, uh, you know, how, you know how they the ships drop their supplies and stuff. They're exploring freaking big rigs to self-drive the, that crap everywhere. And... I don't know, man. I, I, I have a feeling right now what we're going to witness. I, I, I think VR is going to have a huge jump in stuff. I think cell phones are about to make the next leap in stuff. Where, like you said, it's going to start combining things. Um, I think computers are going to start doing some crazy stuff also. Like it's it's be like computers are beginning to like we, we're already hearing about um, VR with computers. So I don't know. I think it's about to happen. Whatever's about to happen is about to happen. And it's not just it's not just computers, it's not just cars, it's not just cell phones. Dude, it's not just video games. I know video games is looking into like this stuff, but I know we've seen like crypto is starting to become now a a, a normal thing to talk about. But I I, I, I could almost guarantee you something is going to happen that we were able to witness and it's going to become now a normal thing like going into space or. Oh, OK, hold on a second. Like that is a revolutionary thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, we've been going to space as a civilization since the 50s and 60s. But what I mean by this is a revolutionary thing because this is the first time that it's been privatized. Yep. That's some shit that you got to like really think. This guy was like, I'm going to start a space company and I'm going to take something that was privatized that only the governments did and I'm going to do it my damn self. Mm -hmm. Like you really got to think about that for a second. And, and, you know, I don't know. Maybe the argument made that because it was a government sector, 
there wasn't really any advancements. Mm-hmm. So we have to start thinking of the tech that we have. Yeah, they're satisfactory. But what are the possibilities of the advancements now? Mm-hmm. Like we are getting into Web 3.0 and everyone's going to be saying Web 3.0 this and Web 3.0 that. But nobody is going to have a real definition of Web 3.0 until Web 3.0 is here. Yep. Like, could you fathom Web 2.0 when we didn't even have internet search browser? Like, like there was no, there's no search engines. Uh-uh. You couldn't fathom what the internet would become. Yeah. That's my rant. Like, imagine, imagine back in the fifties that you could say, you could imagine going back in time and telling. I don't know, your parents or grandparents to say, hey, one day you're going to be able to find a computer and whatever you're thinking about, if you don't know how to do something, you could actually search for it and it will it will show you how to do it without your hands. Yeah. And you know what? You could actually, instead of picking up a book to learn how to do something, you're going to be able to pull something out of your pocket and just speak to it and say, Hey, search for this, and it's going to show you exactly what you're looking for. You don't even need to pull it out of your pocket, bro. You just say, hey, what's up? Hello. (laughs) Right? That's what these assistants are. you Mm -hmm. got speakers all over your house. we got it built into every, oh, works with this, works with that. When you buy tech products, you see this shit, right? Mm -hmm. You see remotes. You see cameras. You see everything. Everything is made so that you don't have to touch it. One of the greatest things that... I've heard from Elon Musk is says that we are already a cybernetic organism. We yep. are a cybernetic organism because we always have to have tech with us. There's always tech on us, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, what we have is a bandwidth problem as people. As a civilization, we have a bandwidth problem. We have access to unlimited information, but the, the transfer speed of that information to us is very, very limited. Like we started as a civilization using 10 fingers, um, you know, and, and typing to get access to all the information and downscaled it all the way down to two thumbs. So it's like, uh, did we get slower? Did we de-evolve as information got, you know, more accessible to us? Who knows? So I know a lot of people are going to be like, he's trying to build a chip for your brain. He sees it as a bandwidth problem that he's trying to solve. I mean, it sounds a little scary, but do you imagine increasing that bandwidth capacity to the access of the whole of the internet? Like that's in, that's, that's like a, a mind blowing thing to think about. Mm -hmm. And, and as much as we say, it's like, like you said, mind blowing, like how are they going to figure this out 20 years from now? It's going to be like, what is that from Staples? That was easy. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Like now it's like, um, so, you know, my baby sister passed like seven years ago. Uh, there's a video clip that she has on Instagram. Um, she was saying it, it was when fingerprint technology was coming out that you could start unlocking stuff with your fingerprint. And she was looking, she was, she was just like, like recording herself and she's just like, She's like, you know, and she's she she's nothing about technology. It's like she's about makeup and stuff. She was like, you know, shit's gone deep 
when you can lock your phone with your thumb. <laughs> and she's like, let that sink in. And I remember calling her about that. I'm just like, and I told her, I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait till you, I'm like, wait till you, cause we're Hermie are 11 years apart. I'm like, wait till you're in your forties. <laughs> well, now she's probably up there looking at me, you know, looking down and saying like, well, I already saw it. <laughs> I already know what's coming, <laughs> you know? Um, so check this out. This happened last month in March. Samsung event. Studio display. Look at this. This is what was announced. Studio display. Immersive 27-inch 5K retina display. 12MP ultra-wide camera with center stage. Six speakers with spatial audio. Can you see if there's a, a comparison chart between this and Samsung's version that they just announced? It would be good to compare. I think it will take a minute for us to pull it up. Because I think Samsung just came out with one that's very similar too. A studio display? Yeah. Like, like, a, like a display that looks almost exactly like that. And it's got the built-in cameras and like all that stuff. I really want to know like a side by side comparison. Now, the other thing that I want to know is like, I've never owned a Mac, right? And their displays are usually really good, but can I buy that and use it on a regular PC? You should be able to, no? Should be able to. Right? Yeah. But I don't think the average person who doesn't own a Mac would go out and buy something like that. Yeah. See, here's the shit. Let's see. I want to so, see this shit. Samsung M8 versus the Apple Studio Display. Which monitor is better? Uh, this, again, happened just a few days ago. So Samsung, uh, okay, so features, They. it looks like they both are going to feature high-end specs and a host of smart features. What is the better deal? So look how they look. They, they, they look pretty damn close. The stand might be a little different. Um, okay, so it says here, in terms of specs, the 27-inch studio display comes with a higher resolution. Hold on it a has, second. How much is that Apple monitor? Is, is that saying it's $5,000? No, that's a, a related thing. Oh, okay. I was like, whoa. No, I, I'm sure the pricing will probably come down towards the bottom. Okay. Um, so in terms of specifications, the 27-inch studio display comes with a higher resolution. It has a 5K, which is a 5,120 by 2,880 screen, as opposed to the 4K 3,840 by 2160 panel on the 32-inch display monitor. Um, it also has higher brightness levels, 600 nits compared to 400 nits on the M8. Apart from that, the two are well-matched. In most other aspects, both have 60 hertz refresh rates, but while the M8 has a 3,000 to 1 contrast ratio, the studio display has a 1,200 by 1 static contrast ratio. So it looks, like, according to this, it looks like Apple has the higher resolution 
Well, but it also the refresh looks like it rate hasn't... looks like the M8, the Samsung's going to be a little bit better. The contrast ratio. But when you look at when you look at I know you and me have had this this discussion before. When you look at stuff like this and we're talking about 5K and and 4K and they're talking about 5120 compared to 3840 and 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 we're and you're you should look more at the lower number versus the higher number so 2160 looking at that 4k versus 2880 which is an upscaled 4k or a five a close like a lower scale 5k to me i don't i don't know if you're gonna actually tell or see a difference on a 32 inch okay Apple has a 27 inch and they're saying 5k Samsung has a 32 inch, which is a 4k. I don't think you're going to see a difference at that size. Are the, what are they meant for? What is this just for like people in the studio? No gaming, right? This, these are not gaming. Because the refresh rates are too low. Yeah, normally people for gaming want to look at 120 hertz. So these are straight 60s. These are 60s. You could still you could still game at 60. Right. Um, and then again, again, 60 hertz, lower, smaller screen. Uh, you're gonna be fine if you're playing gaming on a 60 hertz. You're gonna be, you're you're okay. You're you're, you're probably not gonna miss much. You know. I don't know. My son would disagree with you. Maybe he'll probably be like, I can't see crap. I'm blind. <laughs> Dude, he broke his monitor and he demanded 120. I was like, yo, I got a 60 here. And he's like, nah. <laughs> he's like, you cheap ass. <laughs> right? So, yeah, I don't know. I, I When it comes to gaming and if you're, if you're a serious gamer, 120 is where you're going to want to be. 120 or better. If you're the average gamer, you'll be fine with the 60. As far as the display goes, when they're just like, oh, look at me. We're better than them. We have a higher resolution. Cool. It's also a smaller screen. But you know what I mean? I'm kind of like, you're, dude, it's it's a 27-inch versus a 32-inch. People are always going to go for the 32-inch. They're going to go bigger. And even if they said, fine, we'll come up with the 32-inch at 5K, it's still a 32 inch that you're trying to push 5k. The, the colors are going to be vibrant. Everything is going to look spectacular between the 4k and the 5k or a 27 inch and a 32 inch. Those two screens are going to look amazing. No matter which one you go, it's going to come down to other features. Like what separates both features. If you had to only own one monitor size, you only had one monitor, right? What would be your sweet spot right now? Because I remember back in the day when we first started getting computers, we were like, oh, 15 inch, bam, this thing's banging. CRT style thing would flash yellow. You'd smack it so it would fix itself. Remember those things? Yep. Right? So if we started at like 15 to 17 inches for monitors back in the day. I and, have a question though. Yeah. For who are we talking about? For yourself. Um, for, for me, you, for you, because I don't game. It's very rare if I game on my computer. Right. So I'm not your average. Material girl. 
<laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> your girl. Um, it was I'm, too long of a pause. I had to do something. I'm not your. Like, how do you say? It? It's like not a lot of people do what I do. So, you know, I work on making videos. I work on uh, content marketing, video products, um, on on commercials. Like, there, there's a lot of stuff that I work on using video editing tools so if you're a person that uses a video editing tool like premiere pro final cut um or even pictures like photoshop or if you're making magazines and uh, indesign or like whatever it is that you're using to edit stuff like that you need a wide monitor okay so what is what is it the one that i have here what is it 32 right 32 by like, I don't what, even know what the size is anymore. I have to look what, it up. What could you not go lower anymore? Like if you had to pick, is it 32? Right 32? This is it right here. I I, I wouldn't want to go any bigger than this, and I wouldn't want any smaller. This is perfect because I know you have that monstrosity thing that, that wraps around your whole house. <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. I think but, that's just too much. I can't like like if if I'm if I'm working, let me do this. If you guys are watching me right now, and obviously when I, it looks like it's like snowing back there behind me. It does. When I'm, when I'm recording and when I'm, you know, you guys are used to having the camera on the side and you guys get a clean picture of this. The center of my screen is right here. This is the center of my screen. So when I'm looking if you guys want to, if you guys are watching the video, you guys will see what I'm talking about. I'll try to explain it to uh, all my my peeps within the audio section. If you guys are listening, when I look over and I'm and I'm staring at my screen right now, I'm staring directly at the camera. If I look over to my left, I'm only talking about maybe like a five degree movement. If I look over to my right, I'm only talking about five degree movement and I'm talking about very small, like five degrees. I might even be pushing that. You could see my eyes and my like, like, look, look, I'll actually turn my body. Barely moving, barely moving. If I have to go from left all the way to the right. I don't know, maybe it's five degrees all the way from left to right. So I might be like two degrees left, two degrees right. It's very minimal, very minimal. And that's what I want. I, I, I want to be able to look at the center of the screen. And as I'm grabbing stuff, as I'm grabbing and, and, and putting it onto my, my, um, my timeline to edit, I'm like, cool, let me grab this here. Let me grab this here. If I want to look at something here, pull it there. It's all in front of me. I don't want to be looking... Like what you what, like what you're doing when you're like this, like you have to look like you're like yeah, I'm you're, being ex like I, I can just do that and I can see everything on that side and I can do yeah. But your curve, eyeballs right? are dude. Your eyeballs are going from straight to freaking ninety degrees. <laughs> it's a big monitor. I don't know what you want from me. This is a, that's I, why I'm, I don't want to go. Anyways, <laughs> this is not my answer though. What's your answer? What is your size? So before this, it was thirty two. Okay. And it worked really well for me. I think if I was to go back to a smaller size, just one monitor, it would probably be a 35. And I think the 35 would be a nice sweet spot for me. 
slightly bigger than mine. Yeah. 35, they have some really nice 35 inch monitors that are curved that you can do a nice dual display on. I know Gigabyte makes a couple. They're like, there's so many nice monitors out right now around that 32 to 35 inch range. And I think that that's the new sweet spot. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember back in the day, like five years ago, everyone's like, oh, you got a 27 inch monitor? Oh, it was a big monitor. Now it's like 27's like, I can't see. So I'll say this when I game, when I game and I'm playing League of Legends, I'm playing StarCraft, or when I'm playing, um, it's basically those two games, StarCraft and League of Legends. When I'm playing those two games, I have two 19 and a half up, up above my, my 35. So my 35, <clears throat> the way it sits right in front of me, I have my 19 and a half, and I would say on the left and on the right. So I have them both. I have both 19 and a half on top of my 35 inch. And they probably stick up, stick out about four to five inches on the left and on the right. Just a little bit on both sides. I prefer to game on my 19 and a half inch. Most competing or most compet most competing most competitor gamers. Um, I used to be very freaking competitive in League of Legends back when it first came out, like for the first three years. Dude, I was in a league and we were normally ranked. Like we were playing like tournaments and stuff, you know? Um, StarCraft, remember StarCraft when it first came out? And they had like like same thing leagues and they had competitions. I I used to do that. I used to get like 19 was perfect because you had to move your mouse so fast across the screen. You don't want to you don't you don't need real estate to get across. The more compact that you have, the better it is to go from left to right, right to left, up, down, where you can move your characters, move stuff, click around, fight, battle, do whatever you need to do. And then, of course, you had your macro keys, so that way it's like jumping around um, from different screens, so that way you can see everything that's happening. Um, For gamers, I would say 19 and a half is a sweet spot. You don't really want to go too big after that because then you're just... You're just moving around too much now. Yeah, it really depends on what you're doing. It depends what you're doing now, depending on the game, too, though, because there are games out there that are like simulators. I would say for simulators like flying, a flying simulator, oh, that'd car be dope. simulator. Like this for a flying simulator would be dope. That would be dope. Something that you got. What size is that? A 40? 49. 49 wide? <laughs> Yes. Excuse me. (laughs) 40 G's. Got offended. Yeah, that's that's kind of like that will be good for simulators because it's wide enough. Yeah. That's what you want. It's exactly what you want. Um yeah. So going back to the to this display here, in terms of connectivity, the Samsung monitor comes with two USB C ports including one with 65 watt pass-through charging support that's dope that's dope no power brick yeah pass-through dope so curiously there's only one micro hdmi port instead of a full-size hdmi port which is fine 
I'm actually okay with those micro ones. In terms of wireless connectivity, the M8 comes with a Bluetooth 4.2 and a Wi-Fi 5 radios. In comparison, the Apple Studio Display comes with one upstream Thunderbolt 3 USB-C port with a 96-watt charging support and three downstream USB-C ports up to 10 gigs for connecting... I can I can never say this word. Peripherals? Peripherals. Hip-hop-homonymous. Storage and, and networking. Interesting, the M8 comes with tilt and height adjustments while Apple charges extra, of course. Of course, for those features. So... A lot of this stuff is, is pretty similar. Mm. A lot of this stuff is pretty similar. Um, the whole point of buying a smart monitor is it's smart features, and this is one area where the Samsung M8 clearly trumps the studio display. The M8 is powered by, uh, oh my gosh, Tizen? Yeah. Doubles and doubles up as a smart TV. Thanks Trust. for support. Thanks to support for popular streaming services like Netflix, HBO Max, Apple, Disney, et cetera, et cetera. The M8 also comes with support from Samsung's DeX. I love DeX. I've messed with DeX several times. I love DeX. Um, it does have Microsoft 365 and AirPlay 2. Hold on a second. Yeah. Does that mean that this doesn't need to be connected to a computer to use everything you just said? Nope. I already did. <laughs> As for the studio display, it is believed to run a full version of iOS 15.4, but does not offer built-in support for any streaming apps. The M8 also comes with the integrated SmartThings hub, which also allows users to control Zigbee and Z-Wave smart home with a uh, lot devices. These are all like smart home stuff, cameras, uh, garage openers, like all that stuff, all the smart home stuff, which I have a full house full of that. There's also a far field microphone with support for Amazon Alexa, uh, Bigsby voice assistance. As for the studio, it comes with three mic array with directional beam forming and support for Apple's Siri voice assistant. Both displays come with built-in speakers while the M8 packs a 2.2 channel audio system, Apple Monitor offers a high fidelity six speaker system with force canceling woofers. Woof. Woof. Now, again, I know Apple is trying to say, like, okay, you got a 2.2. Well, guess what? We got six speakers. And same thing, like, oh, you want to go 4K on your 32 inch? Well, we'll go 5K. They're doing these little things like they want to try to trump. Like they're trying too hard. Like six speakers on a monitor. Really? You know what I mean? Are you really going to be like, ooh, surround sound? You know what I mean? On a monitor. I got speakers on this on this scepter. I forget how many speakers there are. I think there's like, I th it might even be, it might be four, it might be five. But I got external speakers for that. I've never once used the speakers that are in this. Never no. once. And they're and they're good. It's not like they're bad. But I I I got I yeah, I, I don't I don't know, man. Like like I see Apple's trying too hard to be like, yeah, but 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 we're gonna add this. 
it's like, you know what? Why don't you work on doing what Samsung did? Get some of those stuff for streaming apps. This isn't a gaming monitor. Ooh, build your Apple TV into this shit. You're the software, the same software from the Apple TV. How in the world does Samsung have access to Apple Plus or Apple TV and the Apple <laughs> does not have that? At least that. Um, at a minimum, that. You know what I mean? In two years, two years. Yeah, give them two years. Two years. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, they did announce a couple other things here. Um, just to wrap up a little bit, I'm just going to give you guys a couple things. They have the Mac, the Mac Studio. Uh, there is, uh, uh, what is this thing called? It is a outrageous performance with the M1 Max or all-new M1 Ultra chip. Stunningly compact design, extensive connectivity. All right, cool. iPad Air. Supercharged by the Apple M1 chip, 12 MP ultra wide front camera with center stage blazing fast 5G, five gorgeous colors. Okay. Looks good. Looks nice. The iPhone SE, a super powerful i5 uh, A15 Bionic chip, superstar camera, big time battery, uh, all at an incredible price. So this is your budget phone, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. There is the iPhone 13 Pro. Now you already had that, no? I guess. I don't know. Or, or maybe they're saying, or maybe it's this. So, okay, it says amazing pro camera with pro motion. Maybe they added some new features with this new pro model, but it says now in Alpine Green. Maybe that's what the new thing is. Now in Alpine oh, Green. You can get it in green. Yeah, that's right. So, Samsung came up with a green one, which I have. So now these guys are like, hey, me too. <laughs> Uh, iPhone 13, most advanced dual camera system, lightning fast, A15 Bionic, a huge leap in battery life. Okay, so maybe they came up with a new, a newer version that has a better battery. And that's it. So it looks like they just did a couple updates. It's, I'm pretty sure they're going to come up with some more stuff later, but. Eh. Cool. Yeah, cool. Sound like a. Uh, where's my camera dancing? Sounds like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I find it. I find Samsung's. This is what I see. Samsung usually tries to come up with something that's. Sometimes too fast, too early has some issues. I've noticed that Apple likes to wait and see what Samsung does first. And then they say, cool, now let us do our thing. Let Like, like we actually spent a little bit more time than Samsung did to get certain things right. I know there's a lot of people that say their cameras are really, really good. And Samsung sometimes just pushes it out, says, hey, we'll just push this out now, push it out now, we'll fix it later, push it out now. But the one thing I did notice is Apple sometimes tries too hard and they kind of miss out on stuff, on simple stuff. It's like, cool, you get to do all these things, but now 
you can't get Apple TV on your own display. That's Apple's, <laughs> you know, it's to me, that's kind of like, really? You can't do that? Like they put software on it. It's not like they didn't put software on it. They put software on it, but it's not made for a display. It's got your standard iOS. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of people here that I'm, I'm just reading a different report that's saying it it was very underwhelming. It wasn't very they're saying that the guy that was announcing it looked like the Grinch. <laughs> wow. You want to see this? That's Tim Cook. Dude, he looks like the Grinch. That's Tim Jim, Cook. Jim Carrey's Grinch when he's just standing there all like here, let me see if I can find a picture of Jim Carrey's Grinch. Images. There's an image here. Where is it? Oh, it's probably going to take me a minute to actually find it. Um, here we go. Here's Jim Carrey's Grinch. And here's <laughs> like the same same hunch and everything. <laughs> it's a little exaggerated, but okay. Same hunch and everything. All he's missing is the Christmas gear. Um, I don't know. I I it was you know it, you know for me it, it seems like okay cool you guys are coming up with some stuff. Looks like you guys are 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 trying to get some stuff a little bit better than your competitors, and it, it, that's always good because that's what we all need. We need competition. And I just think that they're missing out on simple things. And it's the simple things that go a long way. Simple things in life that go a long way. Oh, crap. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm looking at something else, too, here. It says iPhone SE has been announced with A15 Bionic Power. The iPhone SE 2022 features the same A15 Bionic chip found in the iPhone 13. And it also adds 5G. For $429. Oh, here we go. The Mac Studio. You're asking for the price, right? Yeah. The Mac Studio or the Apple? Oh, I'll give you the price for both. Um, the Mac Studio comes out for $2,000. The Apple Studio display comes for $1,600. Just, just want to point out that this 49-inch monitor is cheaper. Yeah. Uh, just saying. Here's another one that says the chip will be an option in the Mac Studio, by the way. The Apple M1 Ultra chip, that is an option. If you want it, it's going to go from $2,000 to $4,000. Okay. Out. All right. <laughs> no, it's not a right. Do your thing. And they said quietly, also quietly, Apple killed a 27-inch iMac, making the studio display the only 27-inch panel in Apple's lineup. So there it is. How do we keep our two trillies, yo? This is how, how we keep our two trillies. 
Actually, actually, actually. It's how we do it. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what they do when, when it does come out. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some more things that they're going to be tweaking. Unless that event says, hey. Well, no, actually, if, if they already announced it, then that's pretty much it. They're probably mass producing, selling, taking orders now, you know. So, yeah, should be interesting. Should be good. But I guess we'll see as the year goes along. Um, how do you feel with all of that stuff that Apple has announced? Um, it feels like an Apple release. <laughs> That's, I, I don't know how else to put it. Um, they, they give, they, 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 they giveth what they want to give you. And those who purchase are happy to purchase them. And then that, that, that's it. Right? Let's be realistic. What Samsung is doing with its smart display is not really a standard. Right. And the prices that Apple is charging is an Apple standard. So right. to expect them to live up to something that Samsung is doing that's not an industry standard is kind of out of character. Right. Samsung usually does something that's a little bit ahead of Apple. And I mean, some will say, okay, Apple waits for it to be perfected before they really do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, were they trying to directly compete with them? No. Apple doesn't try to compete with anybody. I don't think. Apple just does whatever they want to do. And there's so many people that are so far entrenched in their ecosystem that. They either they either buy it this year or they're going to buy it down the road. Either way, they're going to buy an Apple, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to buy the Samsung display for my trash can computer. I don't know. Yeah. So that's just it is what it is. I'm not impressed. I'm not whatever. I am interested, though, in in something like uh the smart display from samsung i am because if you think about it right a lot of us like to consume content uh at our desk but at least for me because i'm always i'm always out of power i always need more power if if it, if that display gives me the ability to turn off my computer and just run the display and consume the content that i want then that makes sense for me. I'm saving electricity. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. When you got a display like that, like like that display is very specific to what they're doing. Uh it's 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 very and maybe maybe they'll come up with some kind of software update that that feature will be available later. Or or they they're saying like, hey, we're working on it. We're working here. Maybe, I don't know. I hope I hope they do because it's kind of like, dude, like if you're gonna come up with something like this and say, hey, we're actually competing directly to them, cool. You know, there's a lot of people that use those big displays, and while they're just chilling, they like to throw on a streaming service and, and watch something. I when I'm working, I have YouTube playing in the background. I use my one of my one of my my third screens, and I'll throw. 
I'll I'll throw YouTube up there now, and I'm I'm watching like different people, like different different travel stuff. So as I'm watching it, I'm learning like how they're doing things and how I can better my stuff. Or I'll do some research on some tech things just to see like, okay, what's coming out? What's this? Or whatever I'm whatever I'm about to review, I'll look that up, see what other people are looking at, see what I need to look for. Um, you know, I do my research and I constantly have YouTube up all the time. And even even if I'm even if I'm like done editing and stuff, and I'm just like, okay, cool, let me just upload, 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 upload. I'm I, I always have it there. You know, I think the only time I don't have it. No, you know what? Even when I'm recording, I have it there. I don't have anything playing, but I have it there ready for me to watch something when I'm done. So it's a common thing. And I think I think they need to start thinking outside the box like that. Like it's like it's like cool, you're upgrading some stuff. You're making you're trying to make things a little bit better that people won't really notice between the two different displays. But when you say, hey, my display can actually do this, 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 and you don't have to connect to computer because it's all built into this one. And it's got the streaming services. And then the other one says, well, okay, us too, but we're not going to add any of that other bonus stuff. It's just here's a screen with better resolution. Not going to tell the difference between certain things. Better resolutions where it's when it's that minor, you might be able to see that difference if you have a 60-inch or bigger. You might be able to see a difference between 4K and 5K. But you know what? I 4K and 5K, I don't I don't like I don't know. I don't think you'll really see a big difference between 4K and 5K on on an 80 inch. Seems like a weird resolution. It's a weird resolution. It's like saying, like, hey, we're gonna go from 1080 to uh 1140. <laughs> it's like, wait, so is this like 1K? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Is this what? Is this one k and a half? No. I don't know. That, that that's kind of that's kind of what they did. They went from four k to five k. They're like, oh look, look, we got we got the five k. <laughs> okay, you went from seven twenty p to uh, eight forty p. Cool. <laughs> so, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. We have we we try to bring you guys all the latest and greatest stuff here. Um, we have a lot of stuff coming, a lot of stuff that we're working on. Let us know what you guys think in the comment section about some of these Apple products. We'd like to hear where you guys are at. Are you guys going to be buying any of this stuff? As we know, Samsung also dropped several things. Also, they had their event in February. Um, and in March, you know, Apple followed suit as usual. They followed suit and said, cool. And now we have our stuff that we need to drop. Um, let us know what you guys think. I know there's always like a big war between all the different products. And there's even people out there that are just like, you know what? I have a Samsung phone galaxy and I got an iPad also. You know, some people have a mixed mixed stuff around, which is fine too. Let us know if you are looking forward for any of these new products that are coming out soon. If you're going to be pre-ordering them, if you already have it pre-ordered. Um, or let us know if you are also underwhelmed or if you were surprised with some of the stuff. Um Next level, anything you got to say before we get the hell out? You know what I say, guys? Thank you guys for watching and listening to another episode of Beyond the Streams. If you guys want to be a part of the conversation, be a part of the community, make sure you check out the Beyond the Streams YouTube channel over on YouTube. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, be a part of the conversation. Live streams there every uh, Thursday around 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you never know where the conversation is going to go. You never know who we're going to have on. We also have the BS Clips channel to get small little bite-sized pieces of the conversation that you might have missed. So make sure that you have the notifications turned on in all the different platforms and all the different areas. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.